0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3.
1: You're listening to prime time on Money FM 89.3. Now, the Singapore Business Federation this week launched its Singapore Women Entrepreneurs Network.
0: This is an initiative that aims to bring together women entrepreneurs in Singapore and connect them with other women entrepreneurs, business leaders and trade associations in the Asia-Pacific region, in particular within ASEAN member states.
1: And we're going to get the latest on this and much, much more, including the current business landscape. Given the current COVID-19 environment from Lamy Young, Chief Executive Officer of the Singapore Business Federation, he joins us on the line now. Thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Uh, uh, good afternoon, Richard and Timothy. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Always wonderful to have you with us. So first, let's start off and just set the scene of the current business environment here. I mean, in news out this week, as Tim and I were just discussing, electronics giant Panasonic is shutting down its refrigeration compressor manufacturing operations here in Singapore, resulting in the layoff of some 700 workers. And, you know, it's been almost two years since COVID-19 hit Singapore shores, organizations like large and small is still adjusting and in some cases downsizing as a result of the current environment. So perhaps you can start off by telling us how are businesses that the SPF works with coping and adapting to continued COVID-19 pressures?
2: Sure. I think the past one and a half years have uh, no doubt been very challenging for businesses. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have had to deal with the various uh, safe management, regulatory measures uh, in response to covid in addition to facing disruptions to revenues and uh, increases in costs. But I think we're glad that most businesses here have been resilient and have been able to cope with the multiple disruptions. Of course, the various support packages from the government uh, have also been instrumental in helping businesses to tide over the tough times. And we also know that the impact is uh, uneven across industries and across companies. Some have been less affected and uh, have been able to... uh, cope with the disruptions better. Um, others like tourism, F&B, retail and the consumer-facing services are much more badly affected and are still in fact facing significant headwinds.
1: And speaking of initiatives, what are your thoughts on the extension of the JGI, the jobs at growth incentive just announced today?
2: Hmm. Well, I think that's something uh, very much welcomed by companies mm. uh, because it uh, encourages companies to uh, con- who are able to, to bring forward their employment to employ more people at this time. And that is something good for the workers as well as there will be more uh, employment opportunities for them.
0: Okay, coping with the increasing number of uh, cases of COVID-19, let's of course not forget that transformation is still a key to help businesses adapt and survive. Uh, after COVID with a new normal or whatever that may be, we still don't know. But can it be difficult to balance? Uh,
2: Indeed, it can be difficult to balance. uh, But I think the silver lining is that the pandemic has also forced businesses to transform in order to survive. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it has helped to accelerate transformation across uh, many sectors and businesses. In our national business survey that we did in the uh, later part of last year, 84% 84% of businesses reported having accelerated their digital transformation by an average of uh, two years. I think this is very encouraging, uh, not just for the present moment, but also uh, positions them well for the future, uh, for their recovery and growth. Over the past uh, one plus year, we have also seen many companies transforming their business models. I think one example that we have, uh, many of us have seen is how uh, some of the brick and mortar retailers have transformed to become omni-channel retailers. Such transformation not only helped them to survive the current tough times, but really also positioned them well to thrive in the future.
1: Omni-channel retailers. I love that, that <laughs> phrase. Now, let's talk about employment and unemployment because we did see Singapore's unemployment rate rise for the first time in 10 months. That was in July. Now, some firms have needed to downsize due to uh, business difficulties in the current climate, as we we spoke about earlier, With uh, as was the case with Panasonic. And while that's necessary for some, perhaps you can talk to us about the importance of grooming talent and upskilling employees in the current environment to help achieve business growth despite, you know, the challenges that many companies are facing at the moment?
2: Hmm, Right. Um, I think uh, while downsizing is uh, unfortunately unavoidable for some businesses, I do believe that businesses uh, in general recognize that beyond their immediate survival, they do need to position themselves for recovery. And beyond the recovery, they need to position themselves for growth. And for all this, the capability of their workforce is really critical. So even as they need to downsize to survive, they also need to take care to look at uh, how to preserve and grow the capabilities they need Mm -hmm. for eventual recovery and growth. So we are very glad that uh, many businesses continue to be supportive of and continue to invest in the upscaling of their workers. Uh, Over the past one-plus years, we have seen active participation in our various workforce development schemes that uh, that's administered by SBF. So beyond training courses, this includes things like the Industry 4.0 Human Capital Initiative, the Professional Conversion Program for Internationalization Professionals, and the SG United Traineeships and Mid-Career Pathway Programs. So despite the difficult times, we continue to see many businesses step forward to take part in these uh, uh, programs to uplift and upskill their workforce.
0: Can you share with us some positive business examples of companies that have done
2: this and been able to successfully expand not only in Singapore but also overseas? Hmm. Sure. Let me share a bit about our Industry 4.0 Human Capital Initiative. Hmm. This initiative seeks to support companies in their Industry 4.0 transformation journey uh, through equipping them with the people management and job redesign skills that is needed for successful transformation. So it goes beyond technology to really look at the human capital part as well. So over the past one and a half years, uh, uh, right, in the, right back in the during the COVID period, we are glad that we still managed to have 106 companies to embark on the initiative and both on their industry 4.0 transformation, job redesign, and employee training. So these companies have achieved very encouraging uh, productivity and process improvements while also uplifting the jobs and wages of their employees. And think some of them have achieved uh, productivity improvement in the region of 30 to 40%. So such transformation allows the companies to be more competitive, not just in Singapore, but also when they venture overseas.
1: We're speaking with Lamy Young, Chief Executive Officer of the Singapore Business Federation. Speaking of venturing overseas, SBF typically engages in overseas missions to help Singapore businesses, and I'm sure much of that's been put on hold as a result of the pandemic. But perhaps you can tell us what you've got on the horizon.
2: Indeed, we have uh, unfortunately not been able to organize our usual business missions to overseas markets, and I think uh, businesses do miss that, and uh, I guess uh, many of us do miss the traveling as well. But in place of the physical business missions, we have pivoted into organizing online webinars uh, to showcase business opportunities in overseas markets, as well as to conduct business matching sessions uh, online. So far this year, We have organized uh, 64 of such sessions and uh, managed to reach out to more than 4,500 attendees. These sessions cover markets all over the world, from Asia to Europe, and as far a few as Latin America and uh, Africa as well. So we are very heartened that despite the challenges posed by the pandemic, businesses continue to actively look for opportunities overseas. And indeed, it is important for businesses to do so in order to grow their business and SBF is glad to be able to support businesses in their internationalization efforts through our global connect initiative. We also very much look forward to resuming our physical business missions when the travel restrictions are eased. Speaking of that,
0: the SBF uh, of course typically are engaging uh, in overseas mission as well. So what have you got planned in the horizon even though you know that we, we are living through a pandemic at the moment.
2: So some of the things we are doing to also help our companies uh, because uh, besides business missions, they do need to uh, travel for to to strike deals, to visit their customers and factories. Uh, So we are working quite a bit with our counterparts in the uh, Asia-Pacific region to also work with the various governments to see how can the governments work together uh, on certain harmonized uh, regimes to facilitate Mm -hmm. travel. It could be business travel lanes, uh, something like the vaccinated travel lanes we have, or it could be uh, doing mutual recognition of a vaccination certificate or test results. So that's something we continue to work with uh, uh, our counterparts in various countries to say how can we... uh, work together with the governments to facilitate business travel.
1: Now, speaking of regional uh, expansion, the Singapore Business Federation this week launched its Singapore Women Entrepreneurs Network, and that's Mm. an initiative that aims to bring together women entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs in Singapore and connect them with other entrepreneurs across the region, business leaders, trade associations in the Asia Pacific as well as in ASEAN, in particular ASEAN member states. Can you tell us more about this initiative, the inspiration and the catalyst behind this 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 initiative. Why now?
2: Hmm. Sure, Um, I think now uh, this year is also a very opportune time for us to do this. This year being the uh, designated the year of celebrating SG women, Um, but the work on this actually started about a year ago. Uh, when Rachel Ng, uh, who is now the chair of the Exco for mm-hmm. sg raised the issue with me and we started studying this and we realized that while there are various uh, women's groups in Singapore, uh, including like professional women's group uh, and uh, women's group of some of the trade associations, uh, there's currently no group that focuses on women entrepreneurs. Uh, and by entrepreneurs, we mean those that uh, started the business or have a stake in the business. Uh, so, uh, it's so to say, they have skin in the game of the business. So uh, we held some focus group in uh, March this year uh, to talk to various women, entrepreneurs and business leaders about whether they see a need for such a network. And uh, we got very good feedback mm-hmm. and uh, they did share that they do see some unique challenges that they face and that they would... Uh, appreciate having a network where women entrepreneurs can support each other. And in fact, a number of them uh, volunteered to work with us to set up this network.
1: What kind of unique challenges are you looking to solve with this?
2: So I think uh, some of the, during the launch on Tuesday, some of the women entrepreneurs shared about their experience and challenges. Uh, some of them say that it can be quite daunting, uh, especially when they're young and uh, if they have to step into a room to mm-hmm. pitch to uh, venture capitalists or financiers and they step into a room of all older men, uh, how do they uh Uh, carry themselves uh, Mm -hmm. and how do they uh, how do they sell themselves i think these are things that uh, they think will be useful for for women to support each other on so that they are better prepared in uh, when they have to do their uh, pitches to venture capitalists or the uh, investors
0: all right thank you very much for sharing your insights with us yi yang lam yi yang is the chief executive officer of the sbf